Somebody somebody put my face through that aging app, and now I really do look like Kit's grandpa. Oof. So <laughs> my wife was like, you should show that to Lily. Hmm. How do you feel about that in general? How do you feel about the Russians having access to our faces now permanently going forward? Uh, you know, we're putting those photos out in the public anyway. Like, anybody could just use them for whatever, Sure. really. Yeah. So... You know, we're all, I mean, they're going to, what, what they're going to do is they're going to use all of these images to make adult film deep fakes of all Americans. All right. And then these will be used to, to blackmail us for things we never actually did. <laughs> Try to blackmail me with that. Good luck. Yeah. Or, or. The Russians will send you a thing and be like, "Listen, I have this this adult video of you, and if you if you give me like twenty bucks, you can just have it." Oh, see, now that's that's the deal that I would take. That's this is this. Yeah, is I where, would take the twenty dollar deal. That's um, the opportunity. Yeah, you don't need to blackmail people. You can just yeah, say, "Hey, here's like, the licensing rights." Right. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Honestly, um, I'd like to study a sex tape that I'm in. I've never made a sex tape before. So I th- I feel like I would like to analyze it like game film, you know, maybe yeah maybe like maybe like me and my wife could watch it together and find out ways that we're lacking you know like where as as a team we could put in more effort or where our like focus needs to go. I think you need to bring in a coach. You need to get John Gruden in there mm-hmm. to like channel well, the film, not, yeah. not in the action, not in the room with you. No, right, You bring him in to break down the film. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. You don't you don't wanna you don't wanna have John Gruden like cuckolding you. What you want is you want John Gruden offering you pointers and tips, like at least analyzing game footage with you, like getting in there and like really breaking it down like professionally in a way that we're not used to doing as amateurs. You know what I mean? Um just yeah. Like tips, pointers, things like Posture. Posture's important, right? I mean... You don't, you don't think about posture in, in, in those moments, not, probably. Not in coitus, no. Not mid-coitus. Yeah, no. Absolutely no, yeah. not. When, when have you ever? Hardly at all. Ever, no, I, I don't think... I'm not thinking about posture right now. I'm hunched I, over. I was, yeah, what, I'm hunched I over, Tim. Posture and now, now all of a sudden... I spend a lot more time in an office chair than I used to, Derek. I could and easily be sitting backwards in my chair. We're talking over each other. I'm sorry. Go. Go. You say. Oh, no, you talk, okay. and then I'll talk, was, and then we'll, that's how this thing works. Yeah, I know. I was talking about posture, man. Yeah, posture. I was talking about, I was talking about how hard it is to sit up straight when you're in the same office chair all day. Yes. And now I'm in a different office chair. My office chair at home is much better than my one at work. It's, like, really, really comfortable and nice, but but I'm, I'm kind of hunched over in it now. Yeah, I'm sitting on the edge instead of sitting back in it with my back up against the back rest. Uh, I, I, I have the microphone down way too low and, and, it, and it's on a swing arm so I could easily move it up and have it at, at, at a higher angle so that I don't have to hunch over to speak into it. But I'm doing all of these things inexplicably. And I, I don't know why. You know what? I don't question your methods, though, you know, hmm. and maybe maybe the same goes for in the bedroom. Maybe the posture that you're assuming maybe. is really expedient uh, for one reason or another. I'd like to think I look like a tiger. You know, like have you ever have you ever seen have you ever seen a tiger have sex? No. Yeah. 
Wait, it's um, a, it's impressive. Not lions, <laughs> tiger. Think about this. Yeah, a tiger. I don't think so. All right, it's it's impressive, but they're not like as agile and graceful as you think they would be because they're tigers. You, you would you you would think it it would be a lot less clumsy and, and clunky than it is, but it's it's sex and it is what it is, right? No matter what species it is. So, I, 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 yeah, I think I, I think I look like a tiger. I don't know if tigers are necessarily the most graceful cats. Mm. They're, you know, they're not all like like lean and slanky like a cheetah. They're just, you know, they're they're there's so much muscle like they don't need point. to be graceful. Yeah. No, they don't. No. Cuz they're tigers. They're just out there with their fucking stripes and their orange and their yeah. frosted flakes fucking taunting you with it. Yeah, they got good cereal. They got the best cereal for years. And the best handkerchiefs with their names on them. Yeah, that's true. Their names all have to be with T, though. It's a weird thing about tigers. It is, and it it fucking got a lot of Thomases. Yeah, Tommy the Tiger. Oh, Tommy the Tiger, Thomas the Tiger. Tom. Tom, Tom. Little Tom, Big Tom. Yeah, that's ridiculous. The ones Uh, just go by Thomas. Right. Thomas the Tiger. Um, But I had these... uh, these leftover Jello shots, Tim. Uh, they 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 were made with tequila and love, and they were leftover from Fourth of July. Now, why I had Jello shots, I can't really explain it. it. They were made. People gave them to me. I didn't even make them. They I, I, nor was this a party at my house. Yet somehow, somehow I left the party with Jello shots that I didn't even make, Tim. You just stole the Jello shots. I really didn't you steal just, the, You just I absconded with you, a tray of Jello shots. I have regaled you with tales of our friends who have like taco trucks and hamburger trucks at their parties, and this was one of those parties. Uh, was it one of those things where they're just like, "Listen, we've got so many tacos, we're not even going to make it to the Jello shots. Yeah. We insist that you yeah. take these Jello no. shots." They tried. They tried to get so many people at this party to take Jello shots, but they had a margarita machine, Tim. And it's really hard on a hot day to go with Jello shots over a margarita machine at any point. Yeah, yeah. You said these are tequila Jello shots. Some of them were. Some of them were vodka. They had them. Mixing it up. They had them flavor um, uh, color coded, so it was like red, white, and blue for America, right? Um, and the white ones were tequila. And shocker, those were the ones that were mostly left at the end of the day. Because people didn't want to fuck with tequila because, you know, they're adults, right? Yeah. Not this guy. So, so a friend of mine had a birthday party recently. And I, like, I say friend. This is this girl that I feel like I know because I followed her on, like, Twitter and Instagram for a long time. Mm, this is already but, weird. Like, I've met, her, I've met her once in real life. But, but yeah, it's a, it, I, I don't know. But do, do you, don't you feel like you're friends with people when you've interacted with them on a social media for a certain amount of time? Yeah, yeah, I would I would I would say that there are people on social media that I put into different categories. Uh in, in some cases I feel like I call people friends simply based on the length of time that we have followed each other on Twitter. Like 6 years deep, yeah, you're my friend now. If I follow you, yeah. you follow me. That's just the way I consider it. Uh but it is weird. You know, I was I was having a discussion with a, a friend at work today about, you know, things that kind of happened to me at one point on Twitter. 
um, let's just say images um, I was sent. Let's say um, th- things happened, Tim. Do, I, do I, need to, I don't need to explain anymore. Anyway, uh, we were talking about how, in general, I, I have learned from past situations and kind of have to handle myself differently. Because even though I'm not trying to, like, put out a certain image that, you know... Uh, about something, I, I, I'm, 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 I, I didn't do a good enough job of making it well known that I didn't want to be like, you know, sent nudes, right? I guess maybe it's because I was always soliciting nudes, right? I mean, I guess that was like the first problem. Was so you just like you're just like asking for nudes? I just randomly. I mean, I wasn't like specifically like adding people. I was just. You know, throw a tweet out there like "send nudes, DMs are open." You know, <laughs> just like, just like, hey, I'm a, I'm having one of those days at work. You know, sure, uh, coffee machines yeah, broken. Things are send bad. Nudes. Like, is that is that a thing? Like, I've, I, I got, I, I guess on, on Twitter, like, yeah, I've, it's I've amazing. Just... It works. It works really well, Tim. It works. It works too well, in fact. And so, uh, you know, when people then do send me nudes, I mean, we're we talking about people who aren't just sprung. Oh, Sprung sends me nudes all the time, unsolicited I, nudes. This is different. This was sorry to me- mention Sprung. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, that really grosses the vibe up. I we'll, we'll, we'll have to edit that out. We'll just edit we, it out. We'll clean post. that up. No, just, yeah, we'll we'll clean it up in post. Yeah. Um, but like anyway, so so so, like, it's not like I I specifically asked a, one person for it, so you couldn't like couldn't like me to me. I don't think particularly, but like I did, you're not, you're not harassing an individual. Like, right. Like, like I just, so somebody's, somebody's like posts a workout selfie and you're like, uh, you know, send nudes. Right. That's different. Yeah. That's different. Sure. Right. No, that's gross. That's gross. This is just a general solicitation for people who follow me or people who don't. And I mean, I may have gotten nudes back. And so in, in hindsight, I see how I could have been culpable for being sent those nudes, right? Like, I didn't really feel responsible at first when I got sent them, but, you know, now that a little time has passed and I've removed myself from the situation a bit, I could see how, like, from the outside looking in, you would be like, yeah, maybe it's a, maybe it's a little bit your fault. Hey, is this a situation where someone is taking a nude and sending it, like, taking a nude for you, specifically, like, like, disrobing and, and setting up the shot and doing some some amateur boudoir photography specifically uh, for you? Or is it just one of those things like, you know what? Yeah, I, I got one. I'll just, I'll, I'll shoot it at you. Why not? I'm pretty you, sure. You can, you can see this. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Based on, I'll say based on the speed of receiving the nudes, um, upon putting said solicitation out there, uh, not to a single person, just open to the world, uh, because as you know, one of the things that we're about on this show is respect for women. It's one of the biggest things we're about. It's almost what this entire show is based on, right? Uh, but I will say with how quickly I received the nudes after putting just this open solicitation that wasn't directed at any single person out there, I'll say that those nudes were probably pre-taken. I don't feel like you could have set something up that quickly and then fulfilled that order request as rapidly as I got them. 
Like it was just like boom, 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 one after another, right? So again, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It uh, the, well, you and I, you and I never had to navigate this this complicated thing of online dating today, where the nudes are just expected. Uh, everything we know about nudes, we've learned just recently from HBO's Euphoria. Correct. So it's yeah, that's right. Um, so. Which is a fantastic show, by the way. We talk about it all the time. Um, oh, yeah. If, especially, yeah, you, you got to catch up. You got to catch up, Tim. Things are getting really bad, uh, and um, I hate everybody on the show. But that in a good way. Yeah, they're, they're, they're terrible people you can't stop rooting for. Mm, yeah. You want yeah. you want bad things to happen to them, but you're kind of okay. It's kind of like real life, right? Like, you're okay when good things happen, but you'd be like... Uh, bad things happening wouldn't be terrible either, right? Uh, but you know, people that listen to this show and view it, and that might be viewers or they might be listeners of this show, they already understand that we are big fans of Euphoria. They understand uh, how many pina coladas uh, I drank in one summer, and they also understand that we love them and we welcome them every single episode into this show, which is what I'm going to do right now. I'd like to welcome you all into episode 74 of Derek and Tim Eat Snacks. Derek and Tim Eat Snacks on the internet. Pudding shots, Derek. That was the thing that this Twitter friend of mine made for her birthday party. Pudding shots. Whoa. I've never seen this or heard of this before. Why do we think of this? Pudding shots. Uh, first question. How do you get said shot out of said shot glass? No idea. Hmm, I'm already it frustrated. Might, I don't know if you're eating it with a spoon. I don't know if you're sort of licking it out of the... I mean, because it's in a little, you know, like the little solo sauce cup, like the same okay. thing that you'd make a jello, jello shot, shot in. in. Right, 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 sure. right. And you got um, two, methods, two methods you can go on the jello shot. You can go finger, you can go tongue. Either way, it has its pitfalls. You go tongue, you're looking ridiculous, right? You're looking like a jackass. Or, I mean, if you're like me, <laughs> you know what you look like. Uh, you look You look suave. Uh, the finger method is a little bit more effective. You're getting a more defined wrap around the cup to get the jello shot out, but your finger's sticky, and nobody likes that. That's not that's not fun. Yeah. I wonder also you could use you could use a straw probably for the pudding shot, like a, if you had the wide like a boba straw. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Like um, a boba straw. But but I've been I've been in California, Derek, and there are just no straws anymore. Mm, they're all the paper they, shit, like aren't they? They're all they're all paper mm. straws, and they they're just there to shame you for even wanting a straw at all. Mm. Like because here's the thing: is that mo- like some some people need straws, and some beverages, frozen drinks especially, it really helps to have a straw. Mm. Trying to drink a sipping off the top is not very enjoyable compared to when you have a straw, like a frozen alcoholic drink on the beach. Yeah. Anyway. Those those paper straws, man, they're just there to to make you feel bad about trying to use a straw in the first place. They they really are. Or Tim, are they trying to protect us? Are, are paper straws trying to protect us from ourselves? Did did you did you see this story about a girl who had to have surgery to have over a hundred boba tea bubble? Things removed from her stomach, the little tapioca bubbles. She had to have surgery, no. Tim. Yeah. How many of those is it okay to eat at a time? I I don't to, know. This might be something we didn't know. She had over a hundred undigested bubble tea balls inside of her, Tim. 
They're not. Do you maybe feel- they're not supposed to go up the straw. Maybe we're drinking that tea wrong this whole time. The Institute offers boba classes now. I don't think they're specifically tea-related because that's, that's a weird. drink. I think they, they go moved, more into the waffle side. But they moved but, really fast on that. That wasn't even on the radar when we were in school, Tim. And that I, yeah, wasn't that if, long ago is it, at would all. You take, would you take that class now? I don't – like it might no, be required No, I wouldn't take class that class now. It's, no, but I mean uh, to, 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 in fairness – I bet the people that have that as part of their academic structure have a a leg up on you and I, Tim. I mean, what's the first thing when you and I go in for a job interview at a place? Are you familiar with boba tea bubbles? We're going to have to fucking lie, Tim. We're going to have to lie right out of the gate. We're going to have to lie our asses off and be like, yeah, I totally know. They're going to be like, would you drink this this glass of them? And I bet you and I both will. I would would do it and we'd have to to go immediately to the hospital and have 100 boba tea balls. Well, hundred. How many was it? What was the number? Over a hundred undigested bubble tea Over balls. Over a hundred. Over a hundred. You know what though? I would just. I would just. I don't know how long it takes to digest them. I would just digest them. How? I would. What? I would well, sit you would, there. You I would. Make your digestive system work in a different way than it normally does. Are you like yeah. an airplane pilot that says we're gonna fly a little faster to make up time? When you're like son of a bitch, why aren't we flying this fast the whole time? That's what you. That's what it feels. If you're if you could make your digestive system work better, Tim, why aren't you making it work better all the time? Because I because I don't think about it. I don't have the like. I'm not exercising mm-hmm. my force of will on my digestive mm-hmm. system the way that I should be. Mm-hmm. Um, I should be like, okay, listen, we're gonna we're gonna digest this entire gallon of milk. We're just gonna hang on here. We can do this. Don't do it, Tim. Um, Don't do it. Yeah. I, no. I told you that so many times. I had to smack a gallon of milk out of your hand in, on at least three occasions. I, I had a friend chug a uh, half-full honey bear at a Mexican buffet once, and it turns out that's a lot like milk. It's about the your body's ability to digest certain sugars at the proper rate. And so honey is a complex sugar, much like lactose, and, um, yeah, it didn't go well for him. What happened? Oh, he just, he just was feeling pretty sick after that. Oh, that's, yeah, that's anticlimactic. I, I, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he threw up or what, but I mean, he made it back to the dorm, I guess hmm. it was, it took a while to, to really hit him. Hmm. It was awesome at the time. Yeah. That's a, that's a Pancho's Mexican buffet, which, which was, a, was an Arizona institution. I don't know if they're around anymore. I definitely know that they're not paying for sponsorship of this podcast, Tim. No, but they used to like they used to bring out sopapillas after your meal, and it's and it's unlimited. You just you have a little Mexican flag on your table, and you okay. raise up a little tiny flag, okay. and they bring you bring you more enchiladas or whatever. All right, then I'm completely on board with you endorsing them. Was, that, they deserve yeah. it. Yeah, wow. They weren't they weren't the best enchiladas or sopapillas, but but it does, but they were free. You could have as many as you want. Yeah. And yeah. free honey. I mean, you, you were paying for them. It's part of the You're, part yeah, of the yeah, buffet I, price. I get what, yeah, totally. Um, You know what the one thing I like about this podcast, Tim, is you really do get a little bit of everything. You get a little bit. I think so. We've had sopapillas. We've had enchiladas. We've had pudding shots. Mm -hmm. uh, We've had nudes. Jello shots. Um, Unsolicited unsolicited nudes and solicited nudes. There's two different things, but they're both involved in this conversation. Unsolicited nudes, solicited nudes, and deep fakes. These are like, it's it's, it's three different, very different things. Oh, man. We started to kick things off with the face app. Yeah, there's been a lot of yeah. stuff here. There's been a lot of stuff here. Um, there, let's see, we covered pornography tapes, uh, going back and doing those, uh, yeah. that, that whole bit. This, uh, this pretty much, yeah. John John Gruden was on for a bit. Yeah, just, yeah. Just breaking down film. That's good stuff. Busting but, up the telescope. Um, 
But yeah, uh, yeah, a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. There's, and there's something and, else we were supposed to do tonight, and I can't remember what the hell that was. You know what it was, Tim? I mean, it's something what? that what we do when we podcast together. It's something that we do when you and I get together. It, it's one of the things, besides respect for women, that we're about. We're about respect for women. Uh, we're also anti-Nazi. That's the nicest way so. that we can say it until we get to the end of this podcast. Uh, but we're about also the PER system, Tim. Uh, it's it's this little thing that we do where we pick a snack, we eat a snack, and rate a snack. Uh, it came from our forefathers, one of which we've seen recently, uh, our pal, Michael Ian Black, who was here doing stand-up comedy in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, he oh was giving us love. He was looking directly at us. He was he was eye-fucking us. It was amazing. Um, he, he was so I, I proud like of think- us. Oh, I like to think that when he when he name drops like hint of lime Tostitos, like that's just for us. Oh, he winked right at like, us, Tim. Like we're, he the, we're the only right people who us. were like, oh, a brand name of yeah, a snack. Give yeah. us more of this. Yeah, he was doing that just for us, right? Uh, he he endorses this podcast. He's a big fan. He's a listener. He's a viewer, and he was absolutely brilliant in doing stand up comedy. Oh I want God. I want to say that watching him do stand up comedy rejuvenated my soul for doing this podcast. It was like the time that he came into the Institute and did, you know, our, our commencement speech. It, it's like, there's a part of you that kind of, you know, you, you feel a little misty eyed, you feel a little regretful of, of the things you didn't do things you didn't accomplish. Uh, but most importantly, you're, you're proud of the moment that you're in you're, you, you got there, you're, you're ready to graduate from the Institute. And then here comes Michael Ian Black on stage and just delivers this fucking amazing speech. And you're just ready to go out there and rate the world. You know, you're just ready to go out there and rate the world. And I felt the exact same way after his particular set when we went to go see him. Uh, most importantly, I, I hope I hope it becomes a special like a stand because I don't want to I don't want to like spoil no, we're, any of it. We're not spoil any of it, but yeah. I want to no, say I, most but, importantly, but, but, but I would like to be able to share it. And if you get the opportunity. Um, you know, we're not we're not sponsored by Michael Ian Black. We're endorsed by Michael Ian Black. If you get the opportunity, like go see his show. Please oh my go God. see his show. Um he, he, he If you if you just appreciate the intersection of snacks and America, like that's that's what the whole the whole thing is. He riffed on Subway for forty five minutes and kept us all in suspense in regards to a sandwich order. That's all I'm gonna say. You already said say. too much. He was, he, was, he was a glorious storyteller. He was a glorious storyteller and, once again, an inspiration to us. Uh, I don't give a fuck about what Tom Cavanaugh's doing, but Michael Ian Black is a god and a legend. What? Tom Cavanaugh, he's at, he's at Comic-Con. No, I he's don't give a shit. I told you. Yeah. I don't care. He is dead to me. Um, but Michael Ian Black is delightful, by the way. Uh, and, and he, again, he, he gave us his blessing online. I felt like he, we didn't talk to him or see him. Uh, we didn't get anything autographed or get to like rate snacks with him. Um, he didn't actually speak directly to us, but I felt like he endorsed us with his eyes during his set. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially, I, I agree with him. Yeah, you got to. You got to. Uh, but again, his set, little touch of everything. This podcast, a little bit of everything. We're about rating snacks. And 
it, it, it all it all comes to it all comes to a head because this week on dates we are rating field trip Brooklyn style everything all natural beef jerky field trip Brooklyn style everything all natural beef jerky field trip Brooklyn style everything all natural beef jerky field trip Brooklyn style everything all natural beef jerky oh that's right bitch this jerky has everything on it Everything. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean, Tim? Um, what everything does it mean? bagel seasoning. 100% grass-fed beef and everything bagel seasoning. Everything bagel seasoning on jerky. On the package, there's a picture of a cow. He looks like he might be a farmer. He's wearing like a like a plaid mm-hmm. shirt. Mm-hmm. He's staring mm-hmm. across the Brooklyn mm-hmm. Bridge. Right. He's, he's dreams, looking into dreams Manhattan. Dreams of coming to the big city. Yeah. He's going to make money. He has an idea. He is going to take everything bagels and turn them into um, members of his family. That's right. He's going to sell his family to a bagel shop who will then season them. The fucking bagel. This got dark quick, Tim. I can't even look at the cover of this jerky the same anymore. It looks like like a a Filson backpack on it. It's a very, very... uh, Old school looking, like it must be a leather backpack. I bet it's expensive. It's very, probably, it's very yeah. children's storybook like, Tim. I mean, I really feel like this is a twisted tale of, of it's like a, a scary story to tell in the dark where we find out at the end that's where he's getting the jerky from is his, his it parents. Says, it says, location Brooklyn Bridge Park. Take a hike over the Brooklyn Bridge and snap a picture of the Statue of Liberty. And weirdly, um, I don't think it works that way. I don't think those things are like all that close to each other. Mm-mm. Nope. I don't nope. feel like your best photo ops of the Statue of Liberty are from the Brooklyn Bridge, and it makes me wonder if these guys have ever really been to New York. Yeah. No, that's I've been there twice. That's bad advice. Yeah. yeah. That's like the fairy tale I had in my head when I thought I was moving to New York as a kid, but it ended up that I was moving to Syracuse, New York. Oh no. Which is about as far away from New York as we are in Phoenix from Los Angeles, California. Might as well been another state, too, because to get there, I had to pass through Connecticut and Pennsylvania. Oh, that's that's really wild. I do like to think of myself as being West Coast, though. Especially this time of year when when our time zone syncs up with Los Angeles because Mm -hmm. they observe daylight savings time and we don't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fuck daylight savings time, Tim. You know that. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It's some people are like, hey, Don't maybe Arizona should do it. No, and it's fuck like, you. you. Like, no, like, no, maybe the rest of the country yeah. shouldn't. Are the rest of you fucking farmers? No, rebel. Have a brain. Don't do what farmers tell you to do. Let the farmers have daylight savings time. They can operate their farms on whatever clock they want to. Time is irrelevant anyway, Tim. It goes forward and backwards. Can you and imagine side what a baller move it would be if, like, if you're work if you're working in a place that observes daylight savings time, but one person in the office just like, Nope. Like refuses nope. to observe it. Yeah. They, nope they the come fuck in out on it. Yeah. at the same time. They take lunch at the same time when everybody uh, else is changing their clocks. What a hero that person is. Oh my God. You'd be the, you would be yeah. an absolute legend. Yeah. Just a legend amongst, you know, the, 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 the imbeciles, I guess you could say. I, yeah. I, I, every, everybody else. 
Yeah. Cause, because like there, there would be there'd be some people, you, you know, those people in the office who I'm talking about, the ones who would be so annoyed and so mad at what you're doing. And they would be like, oh, my God, I had to change my clock. Like when mm-hmm. you when you can't do the daylight savings like everybody else. But the people who get it, those are the people. Those are the people you want to hang out with in the office. Yeah. yeah. Those are the people you connect with because they get it. Yeah. 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 Anyway. It's a good litmus test. Like, stop observing daylight savings time in your own office and see who's cool about it and who isn't. That's how you know who your real friends are. Mm-hmm. It's the only way you can know. Yeah, remember, the flow of time is always cruel, Tim. Its yeah. speed seems different for each person, but no one can change it. That's from Zelda. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to eat some jerky. I'm going to play the song of time so I can hear it again. Yeah, can you I'm please? I'm going to take a couple pudding shots, and I'm going to eat some jerky. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I probably should not take any more Jello shots, Tim. Those The ones I took are a bad idea. I don't know how this podcast is going to get posted, but somebody's going to have to do it. I ain't going to be me. I had half a beer at dinner. I, I, I don't know why I'm not the one who has to do more work here. Like, yeah, I really don't know. Yeah. Want me to edit shit and put music yeah. in. Good luck on that. Here's the music break. La da 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 da. That was also beautiful. song of time on ocarina like right. <laughs> that's the game of thrones theme song not the song of time no. Shit. You um, fucked up you fucked up your nerd references oh, i can't remember the, the song of time well ganon has won all right so, on his song oh, this is terrible so upon first glance I like how much of this seasoning sticks to this jerky. Yeah, it looks, it really looks nice. They got, well, they got like sesame seeds right on there. Yeah. Um, sesame seeds, they got some caraway. What's, uh. Oh. But it's like fine enough. That it can't like there's there's bigger chunks. Don't get me wrong, but when you look really close, it's like real fine seasoning. It sticks to it hmm. well. A lot of flavor on this thing, man. I like it. But it's a it's an almost unnecessarily sweet jerky. Yeah. Like I li- I like a sweet jerky. Um, the teriyaki jerky that we've eaten before. Uh-huh. Um, the uh, other other jerkies from Costco, they have this, um, like, Korean barbecue pork jerky. This, this oh, is a Costco I love that jerky, stuff. I should mention. This this field trip jerky. And I think, I don't even know if they have it anymore. Costco, they bring in a novelty jerky from time to time, and it's you got to get it while you can get it. Anyway, that phrase you said is an original song by a performer on America's Got Talent. 
I just thought I'd let you know that. I'm not sure if you're being well, uh huh. I've never felt worse about myself than, than just now. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. It's all right. It's a, it's, it's, you know, it's a phrase. Neither one of you came up with it on your own. I'm going to, I got to, I, I really, I picked a, I picked a terrible night to forget the song of time. I need to, I need to rewind. I need to rewind to back before I mentioned sprung. Ew. And start, Gross. start all over again. Gross. I'm deleting more. I got to delete out. Stop giving me work to do. Um, yeah, like, I kind of like this jerky more before you brought up the sweetness, right? But then, like, you brought up the sweetness, now I think you ruined the jerky for me. This is the Derek and Tim Ruin Snacks podcast. Um, I'll tell you that this, this, this cow was actually slaughtered in the middle of the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, man. Yeah. With his family he, watching. He had, his, he had his cool, like, flannel mm-hmm. shirt on, his nice backpack. He's sitting there. He's got his camera out, trying to stop a picture of the Statue of Liberty. And right then is when they got him with that, yeah. the, the the Javier Bardem gun. You know? Oh, yeah, those bolt guns. Yeah, yeah. That's how they do it. What what else can I say to ruin this turkey? I don't know. You fucking ruined it with that because I hate that movie. <laughs> you hate that movie, friendo. You, you hate Tommy Lee Jones sitting in a cafe complaining that's about... That's the part you know, I hate, yeah. That's, I, I, that's the part I don't understand, but I bet I'm going to watch it when I'm older, and I'm going to be like, oh, I get it now. Uh-huh. There, there really is no country for me. For me now. Because right now, because the country is ours now. Well, it's not ours. Is but it? one of these days, it'll feel like it's going to be ours, I think, and no. then it's going to be gone. Is it? Is it ever going to be ours? Are we going to have it? I just want a country. Is that so much to ask? No country for us, man. No country Flash. for... No country for snack testers. No. I don't to tell you. You know why? Because we have to stay unbiased. That's true. We're, we're here to, to do a, a country that would that would make us more regionally uh, particular to snacks. Oh, absolutely. We have a vested economic interest in rating our country's snacks higher than say another country's yeah, snacks. Absolutely. Next thing you know, like if we if we cared about like doing, we'd be doing like prickly pear popcorn or some shit like that because we're in Arizona. You know. Oh yeah, we we yeah. would never. We'd never I would do never that. I've already bought, given you a bag of that. No, absolutely not. That is not next week's episode of dates by any stretch of the imagination. No. I'm drinking a lot, Tim. I got a big mug. You know, one of those plastic <laughs> <was> cups. A- <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of those jobs. Is it water? You just, just having like no. A- that's just that's just liquor. Um, All right. You know, it's uh, the the kind of cup you drink soda out of normally, like a lot, like a two liter, because you don't care anymore. Anyway, yeah, just slowly turning into Edgar, like every every drink that you take. You know, know. (laughs) he's a good guy. I miss him. I don't. I don't mind him. He's all right. He's still. He's he's still really racist. So I mean. That's one of the main reasons we can't have him back on this podcast. But uh, I'm glad that we experienced this together. I feel like the reason why we used to rate in separate rooms and submit our ratings on pieces of paper undisclosed was so that we didn't do the half a point thing that we were guilty of doing all the time. And because I, I, so that way you didn't affect me 
with your words. See, I liked this jerky until the sweetness comment. And now that's all I can taste. Then, from that point, I started dialing it back. And I started thinking, why does it taste so sweet? And everything bagel is usually pretty salty. It's oh. usually a ray of spices and salts and textures. So, uh, the, despite the fact that I kind of like the smell and initial taste of this, uh, I, I really don't understand too much what this has to do with an everything bagel flavor, because I'm not getting that. I'm not getting an everything bagel flavor from eating this. Is it possible that everything bagel is just an impossible flavor to pull off in anything besides a bagel? Perhaps. Like every, everybody's been doing it with bagels forever. Right, right. right. Um, but, you know, we ate the everything bagel lays kettle chips. Um, you know, this was like 15 years ago now, but those suffered from the problem of just not having the flavors in place. Like they tasted, they tasted like somebody had taken a Lay's potato chip and dipped it in cream cheese, which, you know, if that was what they were going for, maybe not a bad flavor, but that's, that's not what they were going for. They're going for everything bagel. Right. Let me tell you why these are so sweet. So I've got the, you don't have the whole package in front of you, so you can't look at the ingredients list. The, the, the sugars that they put in this thing, um, brown sugar, apple juice, pineapple juice, um, and, and the list goes on. It's... Like, I don't understand, I don't know, you put a lot of stuff in jerky, I guess, but they they just kind of, if they had gone with a less sweet bagel and just sort of let the, or less sweet jerky, let these everything bagel flavors, the, the onion, garlic, sesame, and poppy seed, like, be the the dominant flavor. Instead, it's it's almost like a, I don't know, it's almost like a sweet and sour jerky or something. See, here's the thing is, you brought up quite possibly my favorite jerky in existence currently. It is available at Costco, and it is called Golden Island Pork Jerky Korean Barbecue Recipe. It's absolutely perfect. It's perfect for several reasons. When you're eating it, it feels like a high-quality jerky. Like, not something that was, uh, you know, basically... High dehydrated to fucking uh, a withered, crumbly mess or or just a stick. It still has, like, some meaty texture to it, some give. That pork jerky just is perfect for making jerky out of because they don't have to grill it as much as they do or dehydrate or whatever fuck they do to jerky as, as the beef one, all right? Then you also have the Korean barbecue recipe, which in general is kind of a general flavor. There's a lot of different directions they could go with it. I would say that this jerky is very akin to that jerky. It's very similar in the sweetness factor and whatnot. But the the thing is, is with the Korean barbecue recipe, for some reason, you expect that kind of sweet, tangy, Asian flavor to it. And it goes very well. It it It's a perfect description on the outside of it. I... I you know, I, I would question if this company was even attempting to make Korean barbecue, but then all of a sudden that's just what it tasted like, and they're like, that's the name, throw it on the bag, and the rest is history, right? This shit is trying way too hard to be something it's not. 
all the juices and spices and everything. Again, I don't know. I mean, I don't really take away from eating an everything bagel and have spice to it either. Like, I'm not talking about spice in the seasoning because there's a lot of peppery flavors that I would say to an everything bagel. A lot of poppy kind of flavors, a lot of seed textures. I'm getting none of that with this. Even even the pieces I have that have a bunch of chunks of seasoning on it, it still kind of goes down smooth without any of those textures or crunch coming up as like something, you know? And again, I, I feel like you get that from an everything bagel when yeah, you're eating. There's a little, maybe a little bit of that like onion flavor, but more... More in the ballpark of if you put like a real sweet barbecue on a onion roll, not like an everything bagel at all. And the brown sugar sweetness is just completely overpowering every everything else. Like I do like, so I'm going to give it credit because I do like the sweet and spicy balance of it. Right, the 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 sweetness really does balance out how spicy it actually is. My problem, once again, like I've had with so many snacks that I've rated low, is don't come in here with a very specific flavor and bullshit us into thinking that that's what it tastes like. This doesn't taste like an everything bagel. Nothing about this tastes like an everything bagel. You could blind taste test me on this fucking jerky, and I would guess 99 things before I hit everything bagel. And that would only be because I was fucking tired and sore and sick of you asking me and telling me I'm wrong, and then me finally being like, I don't fucking know, everything bagel? And they're like, yeah, finally, yeah, that's it. Right? Yeah. Uh, number 100. Maybe, think about, like right now, if you haven't had a bite in a second, does the aftertaste come closer to everything bagel? Because like when all the sweetness has just gone from your mouth, right. what remains I'm is not, this kind of like I'm garlic not. onion powder. Right. See, that's what I think you should be getting. What you're just yeah. So the so the flavor is the flavor is in there. It's in there somewhere. They, oh, they put a lot the, of flavor in this. They put the right spices and they put a lot of it. And some like sometimes our complaint about a snack is like is like the flavors are just weak. They haven't made an effort to put enough flavor into a thing. Remember those those bacon habanero pretzel thins or whatever? They were terrible because the because the flavor was just like like the most scant hint of a flavor that would just kind of twiddle its fingers and go tee-hee and then disappear into the night. And this this jerky packs a wallop of flavor. It's just going all over the place. Yeah, it really in the does. wrong direction. It really goes all over the place. And none of it, like, I almost get a spicy barbecue sauce flavor from it. Yeah. Yeah, it's the kind of barbecue sauce that I want on stuff. Yes. It would be a great barbecue sauce. This would be an amazing rub and sauce on, like, ribs. Yeah. Right? If this if this cow had been crossing the... Uh, you know the Texas Bridge, the bridge that the, the, the famous bridge that uh -huh. goes from Oklahoma into Texas. Yeah, Everyone yeah. knows the Texas Bridge. Right, it takes it, them into Austin directly. It, it, it crosses it crosses the Red River from Oklahoma, uh, from Stillwater, Oklahoma, and goes directly into Texas, mm -hmm. um, into Austin, Texas. Right, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful bridge, and honestly, uh, that's my favorite bridge in America. I know a lot of people like the Brooklyn Bridge, the Golden Gate Bridge, uh, the Stan Musial Bridge in St. Louis. Did you know you could take a picture of the Statue of Liberty from the Golden Gate Bridge? <laughs> 
Yes, I've done it. I've, I've taken I've taken that picture, and I didn't even need to use the optical zoom. Um, it looks it looks beautiful. The Statue of Liberty really like uh, it's it's weird that she's on Alcatraz. I mm-hmm. I, I don't mm-hmm. understand why they put her there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the yeah, but the a Texas lot of homeless bridge, people. Yeah, Texas yeah. Bridge. Sorry, go ahead. The tech the Texas Bridge is is just a phenomenal work of architecture, uh, connecting Stillwater, Oklahoma, to Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the cow, the cow could be there. It could be wearing the same shirt. It could be the same cow, same backpack, uh, just just getting ready to, to to cross that bridge into into Texas mm. um, with right. some. You know, there's there's no there's no pecan wood smoke flavor added to this jerky, and it doesn't even need to be right um, right right into Salt Lake barbecue. Just right into actually, there's there's natural hickory liquid smoke. Um, so that's maybe the one thing that I have to tweak, like, like get rid of that, uh, put in some pecan smoke instead. And, yeah, uh, and, and you have, you have this wonderful Texas barbecue jerky, uh, field trip snacks, take a field trip to the Texas bridge. All they got to do is change the name of the jerky, Tim. That's all they got to do. Mean thing to say. I don't usually like call out a snack company like that. Yeah. That's you... a, I feel like I was really hard on them just now. They deserve it. You're what yeah. you're being is truthful. You're being honest. You're doing what a friend would do, Tim, because that's what we're here to do. We're not here just to lament and bitch about snacks we don't like. We try to change the world. Our hope is that every single snack company out there, with the exception of Mondelez International, is listening to this podcast right now and is taking notes. We're on to you, and we're going to call you out on your bullshit. And in this case... This is good jerky. This is good jerky. It's just a shame that somebody had to get creative and had to label it wrong and had to promise things that your jerky couldn't live up to. Field trip. So I think it was a happy accident. I think I think they sat down and they said Oh, you quit defending them, Tim. We're from Brooklyn. We're gonna make an everything bagel jerky because because we gotta represent our home Mm -hmm. borough Mm -hmm. of Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. You know, some good, honest folks living in Park Slope. I'm going to give it a little you know, rating because of this. Go ahead. Keep up with your, your guys, whole thing. These guys are already used to, They're sitting there. Somebody comes up behind them and says, guess who? And it's Bill Murray. Um, mm. you, know how, you know how it is when you're in totally. Brooklyn. Totally, in Brooklyn. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. how it is. Yeah. We've, we spend so much time in New York, it's ridiculous. Um, and in Texas. All over the world, tasting snacks. Really, we're, yeah, we are, we're just, yeah. Jet we're, setters. We're really the... the the, the field trippers. It's exhausting, Tim. The The work that we put into finding snacks, like, that's the thing is, is people think that we just come on to this podcast and we grab a bag of snacks from Costco and, and we split it between the two of us. And, and, and then we come on here and we, we babble for 45 minutes. That's not at all what we do. We... People, people don't see the, the hard work that we put in in between the cracks, in between the episodes, the flying to different countries, to Canada, to Geneva, to South Africa, uh, to New York City, like three times a week, all to, all to do the best that we can to bring you the finest snacks that nobody has tried uh, and, and, and to give you an honest rating. And allow you to to know whether or not you should waste your time on these snacks. The la- the last thing you want to do is come in here, sit and listen to this podcast for fifty minutes, and and really not have a determined 
you know, direction on which way to go, whether you should try the snack or shouldn't try the snack. For that very reason, this week, I'm going to rate this jerky a five. And you see, everything that you just said is something that I think that our viewers intuitively understand. And that's why if if they sat down very much like John Gruden to break down the tape, that's how you tell the difference between this podcast and the deep fake podcast that's made by plugging our voices into a neural network. Mm-hmm. That one's on YouTube, coming. though. They use video yeah. with a, of us. The, so. you know, there's actually video of us talking. Yeah, that's not us. It's a higher production value than this podcast. That's that's disheartening. Yeah. Um, and so, oh, with this, it's such a hard snack to rate because it's it's good. They made a good snack. They just completely missed the mark. And I'm, in, I'm enjoying this jerky uh, much the same way that I would probably enjoy an everything bagel if it had, like, brown sugar and a slice of pineapple on it because I'm that a-hole. Gross. Yeah. Um, so because of that, I'm going to rate it just a little higher. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Craig, but uh, you don't get to finish your beer tonight. Uh, and anyone else drinking along with the podcast, um, uh, because it's the, the, the game is for Craig specifically. Anyone can play it, but it's not for you. It's for Craig. And I'm going to give this jerky a six. I think you're being kind, but I accept that reading. And I accept you as my friend, despite our differences and everything else that goes into this podcast. Thank you. I've been I've been sitting here the whole time wondering, like, wondering if. Well, we just got interrupted by a by the machine. What happened? That's the. Why is she talking? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. what's happening I gotta end this now they're on to us Tim it's Mongolese this is fu- it's the fucking Russians Tim I was I was, I was, I was I'm, I'm just trying to make fun of you for being cold at work and now this is happening Jesus Christ it, it was so it's so important to me it's so important to me because it's a hundred and a million degrees in, in, this, in this terrible godforsaken city no, I'll have to tell you the air conditioning never turns off in my building I think they're trying that. that is that is the Phoenix dream and you're squandering it with with your with your sweater. What am I supposed to do, Tim? It's like the sleepovers when we were a kid, and your mother would have the air conditioning on full blast, and I would sleep in the living room with no coverage. It was like torture, Tim. It was the worst feeling, and I'm not was... going to spend my eight hours a day trapped in that building in that same way. All right, man. All right, I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. Hey. And regardless of my position on wearing hoodies in the summer in Arizona, I'd still like to say, fuck Nazis. Fuck Nazis at any temperature.